You may have seen today that people from throughout London, across Britain and around the world have congregated around Buckingham Palace to pay their respects to Queen Elizabeth. Those bouquets of flowers that had written notes, I remember them from when Diana passed away, when Diana was was killed. And in this case, it's different, it feels. It feels different. It feels like more of a celebration of life. Uh, but there's sadness to all that at the gates of Buckingham Palace, creating a wall of condolences more than a meter high, can you imagine, by the end of the day. Uh, Canadian Irene Granger-Brown was there. I mean, till two days before she died, she was still on the job. Like, I just think that's amazing. Absolutely amazing. And to see all these people who cared so much about her, it's not something I've ever seen in Canada or anywhere else for that matter. The new king made a surprise visit. Charles III returned to London and stopped off in front of the palace to greet people and read some of those notes placed on those bouquets. Later, the king delivered a nine-minute address to Britain, Canada and, the, Canada, and the rest of the Commonwealth and the world. I pay tribute to my mother's memory, and I honor her life of service. I know that her death brings great sadness to so many of you. And I share that sense of loss beyond measure with you all. On behalf of all my family, I can only offer the most sincere and heartfelt thanks for your condolences and support. They mean more to me than I can ever possibly express. Charles will formally take on the role as the Ascension Council meets at St. James's Palace tomorrow morning. Our High Commissioner to the UK will be part of that meeting. And joining me now from Canada House in London, a short walk from Buckingham Palace, is Canada's High Commissioner, longtime member of Parliament from Saskatchewan, Ralph Goodale. Thanks for your time tonight. Well, very nice to be here. I know, you know, a lot of us have been watching from afar. You're right there uh, in Trafalgar Square, not just a short walk away, really, from Buckingham Palace. What has the mood been like over the last 24 hours? Oh, it's been very, uh, very somber. Uh, the The grief is uh, is is real. Um, lots of people uh, uh, turning up at Buckingham Palace or uh, uh, other royal locations like Windsor Castle. I'm, I'm told even up uh, at, at Balmoral in Scotland and uh, and Holyrood in in Edinburgh, uh, all over the uh, uh, the United Kingdom. Uh, this is an amazing woman who has been a part of everybody's life for more than seven decades and uh all of a sudden she's gone and uh even when even when that's to be expected or seems inevitable when when it actually happens it um it, it leaves a huge vacuum uh so i think the uh, the grief the outpouring of of emotion and and affection i think all of that is very real uh, as as people are uh, saying goodbye and saying thank you in a in a very in a very serious and genuine way, there was that um, that uh, sketch that uh, uh, Her Majesty did with Paddington the Bear as mm-hmm. part of her jubilee uh, celebrations, and uh, when the camera zeroes right in on Paddington and he says. Thank you, Your Majesty, for everything. That uh, that really captures, I think, the the genuine sentiment of uh, of British people, uh, and I think you'll find a lot of that in Canada too, because yeah. Yeah. Uh, she uh, she was the Queen of Canada, 
and Canada was her most favorite place away from home. And, and Canada House was a place where you are now, uh, our seat in, uh, in in London, right beside Trafalgar Square, as I was mentioning. Um, she she had a great affection for 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 Canada in general, uh, and that that reflect that was reflected when you first um, took up your new position. Uh, yes, uh, when I arrived here, it was the latter part of uh, of April of last year, and uh, COVID was just beginning to. Uh, uh, be relieved a little bit and things were just beginning to, to get back to normal. And I thought, uh, well, uh, there won't be any uh, opportunity for an early audience with, uh, with the queen because there's such a backlog because of, of COVID. There's so many ambassadors that have to present their credentials and uh, this we'll, we'll get around to this in a few months. Uh, but within two weeks, the phone rang and it was, it was Buckingham palace saying, uh, the Queen wants to receive you uh, next week, uh, and uh, I said I expressed a little surprise that it was all happening so quickly. And they said, "Well, it's Canada, and Her Majesty wants to do it now." So uh, that was no uh, uh, comment on me or or any other High Commissioner. It was an expression of her uh, affection for Canada. She visited. Uh, uh, 22 times, once as Princess Elizabeth and 21 times uh, as as the Queen. Uh, and one thing, she made a point of getting into every region of the country. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just uh, one or two major cities. Uh, she was into uh, urban places, rural places, north and south, every province, every territory, every demographic group that you can you can think of. Um, and, and she had a special interest in indigenous people and that showed in in her itineraries and who she went to went to meet with how was i understand that you did that on zoom i think a lot of us were quite uh, quite impressed with the queen's use of zoom over uh, of technology oh. in general but you did that meeting on zoom how did it go well it, it was amazing uh i was in a room in buckingham palace and she was at windsor castle uh and, and no doubt the uh, the technology was uh, was pretty reliable uh, but she, uh, for, for a person who was 96, 95 years old at that time, uh, she used the technology exceptionally well. You know, there's always a question of where do you look for the camera and how do you keep your focus on the camera rather than all the other things that are distracting you and, and, uh, and so forth. Uh, and and uh, you had the impression that she was sitting right there, that, that she just in a, in a very personal way came right through the screen uh, and uh, again, as as is, is her way, uh, she left you with the feeling that uh, you were the only person that she was interested in right now at this moment. Uh, she wasn't distracted, uh, and she used the technology to great great advantage. And her love of and her affection for Canada obviously hadn't hadn't waned over the years. I imagine. No, not at all. Uh, she talked about uh, visiting uh, the polar bears in in northern Manitoba. Uh, she, uh, she, she talked about her, her, uh, her visits to, uh, uh, the Rocky mountains across the prairies, uh, many locations in Ontario and Quebec and Atlantic Canada. Uh, and she just rattled them off. Uh, so she had a, a, a great memory of, uh, of all of those, uh, 22 different times, uh, that she, uh, that she visited Canada. And what's interesting too, is that, uh, Prince Charles, well, 
while his visits uh, now now King Charles, while his visits to Canada were uh, probably of a slightly lower profile, uh, he's been there 19 times. Uh, so, uh, and again, into every virtually every province and region, and and uh, visiting with uh, all the different segments of uh, of Canadian society, and paying very close attention to Indigenous people. So, uh, he uh, he starts with a with a very solid foundation based on the precedents established by his mother. Uh, there must be an awful lot of planning going on now for you at Canada House, for the for all the staff at the High Commission, uh, because we expect a lot of people will be coming your way very shortly. Uh, yes, uh, it's it's going to be a very a very busy week. Uh, the the planning uh, has of course been going on for many months uh, because sadly for uh, for the UK and for the palace and for. Uh, countries in the realm like Canada, it it was obvious that this day would come at some point, uh, and a lot of planning goes into it. So people have been working at it for for a long time. Uh, there is uh, a very meticulous plan laid out. It stretches over a period of uh, of uh, ten to twelve days. Uh, there are some very strict rules of protocol that uh, that have to be have to be followed. Um, of course, uh, King Charles became King Charles uh, the moment his mother passed away. Uh, there's no hiatus in responsibility. Uh, all of her duties and responsibilities devolved to him uh, at the at the moment of her of her death. So uh, he is uh, and has been from that time uh, King Charles the uh, Third. There is though protocol and ceremony that goes into. Uh, officially installing him in, in that position. Uh, the first is the meeting of the accession council, as it's called. Um, this is a, a, a branch of the, of the Privy Council uh, that uh, uh, Canadians are a part of because we are uh, a realm country where the, where the Queen uh, has been the head of state and where, where King Charles uh, is now the head of state. Uh, so we're a part of that. And Canada's member there is the High Commissioner. Uh, right. So the the uh, uh, the Accession Council will will meet uh, and formally proclaim uh, the uh, the accession of um, of King Charles. And um, you'll be and, there, uh, right. and I will be there, uh, and uh, that will uh, uh, that will happen uh, uh, during the day on Saturday. Um, uh, and then there are. There are uh, receptions and uh, and speeches. Uh, the new king will uh, deliver an address to uh, to Parliament, uh, and while that's going on over a period of a couple of days, all the delegations are going to begin to arrive. Uh, the public servants that uh, from around the the uh, uh, around the world, the public servants that that uh, administer all of this program, the Canadian Forces personnel, the RCMP personnel. That uh, that will be uh, a part of this a part of this effort. The lying in state uh, begins on uh, next Wednesday, uh, and it uh, it lasts for uh, for uh, five days, uh, and then the uh, state funeral will will happen. Uh, it would appear that that will be held on Monday. Now that could be moved uh, a, a, another day down the road. Uh, the British are being flexible to make sure that they've 
they've uh, covered all their bases and got everything done properly. Uh, so there's no last minute glitch, but uh, it would appear five days of lying in state and then the, and then the, uh, um, the state funeral uh, on, uh, on Monday. Um, the ceremony, you can imagine, will be meticulous. There is no one in the world that does ceremony and protocol uh, as carefully as the British. And uh, they will do, I am absolutely confident, a profound job in this case, because it will be an enduring tribute to Her Majesty. Do we know what Canada's role will be in, in, in that, in, in the whole funeral process? Do we know whether we will, obviously, I believe the Prime Minister will be there, but do we know how Canada may play a role in this? You mentioned, obviously, the forces the, are there, the RCMP. The, the official um, mourners laid out in protocol are actually three for, for each country. Uh, in our case, it'll be the Governor General uh, and the Prime Minister and the High Commissioner. Um, and and you, you multiply that by 190 countries around the world that, uh, uh, that will have some representation. And you can imagine how big and complicated uh, this, this is. Uh, but it, uh, uh, there will no doubt be uh, uh, a tremendous number of bilateral meetings going on uh, between Canadians and the British, uh, as well as Canadians and others. Uh, that will just happen to be in town at the uh, at the same time, um, but the, uh, the the mourning process is is laid out very precisely in protocol that there are three official mourners. I know this is you know you're a longtime MP from Wisconsin. This has been a tough week from Saskatchewan. Uh, we both noticed that the Queen's one of the final things the Queen did was send out a message of condolence uh, to the people of your province. Um, tell me a bit about that. That must have been something that struck you. Well, it. Uh, it was uh, a, an awful period in uh, in Saskatchewan. Uh, so many lives, so needlessly taken in such a, a tragic and uh, and uh, brutal way. Uh, people will, I'm sure, analyze the details of uh, what happened and how it happened, and um, could it have been avoided in some way? What can we do to make sure this this uh, this doesn't happen again? Uh, how have the police responded and and uh, and so forth um, this is this is going to take uh, uh, an awful lot of careful thought and introspection for people to fully come to terms with it but it was it was helpful in the uh, process of grappling with it and dealing with it that uh, her majesty uh, obviously in in declining health and in a vulnerable situation herself uh, took the time to send a message to say she was she was thinking about the uh, people of Canada and specifically the people of Saskatchewan who were suffering through this uh, through this awful tragedy, and uh, that just capsulates I think the uh, uh, the kind of person she was uh, selfless, setting aside her own situation to care about other people. And people in Saskatchewan were very grateful for that. Ralph Goodale, thank you so much for your time tonight. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Very nice to talk to you. And uh, God save the King. And God bless Your Majesty.